Hello, I'm Brad. And I'm Jason. You are listening to Dice, Dice in, in My Mind. So it's been a couple of weeks since we actually recorded, if I'm going to break the proverbial fourth wall of timelines. Which we've never um, done. No, we've never done that. Right. And I've never been the main culprit of it. No. Um. So as you've been listening for the past few weeks, those have been some uh, pre-recorded because we build up traditionally a couple of weeks worth of a buffer. Mm-hmm. But I think it's probably been two weeks since we've recorded and probably about that much or maybe a little bit longer because I've been under the weather where we've been actually able to sit down and talk about um, everything that's been going on, the shows. And I haven't been able to even keep up with them. The Um, shows, the games, the cons, there's been a lot going on for sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah. So we thought we could, we could, well, let's be transparent. Uh, the original intent of this episode was to do some session zero slash session one time type gaming, but um, I totally goes bogarted the fourth on, wall. Yeah, I totally <laughs> bogarted on the yeah. on the prep for it, even though I said I was ready. Um, so this is going to be a bit of a we we have plenty of material to talk about because I think both of us have notes about things that we've been wanting to chat about, but that wasn't the original intent of the episode. So we'll be coming back in episode 74 75 something like that yeah somewhere out there yeah mm-hmm. somewhere out there and 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 doing that um in between some uh really cool interviews yeah we've got we some designers some authors um we do and have some even cool stuff, even yeah. even a surprise visit by one of our first if not first interview hint hint if you want to go back to the very beginning yeah um so, you know, buckle up. We're going to have um, a few weeks of good material. So um, don't, upsub- don't unsubscribe yet. We haven't gotten to the point where we're doing uh, visual song and dance. Um, and we're we'll, never going to get there. So rest well, I was sure. just saying, if we get to that point, then that would be the time to unsubscribe. That would be the right. Just don't don't download anymore. Do your yeah. technology a favor. But on the flip side, we probably wouldn't warn you that you're going to be that you're going to get that until you download it. So you'll probably listen to the episode before unsubscribing. Um, but let's not talk about unsubscribing anymore, even though I'm the one that brought it up. Yeah, much um, like the rest of our listeners, I'm uncomfortable with it. <laughs> uncomfortable is a pretty bland term of what you from what you'd normally use with me so that is true um what has caught i'm gonna put you on the spot what has caught your attention in the world of sci-fi high fantasy gaming um over the past few weeks and that's a really loaded question because we could go in all sorts of different directions on it but um I'm just curious because you and I have, before we recorded this, we've talked for an hour um, and I purposely mm-hmm. didn't kind of ask that question or go down mm-hmm. that path because mm-hmm. I wanted it to be, and I think you did too. We wanted it to yeah. be kind of um, honest in our discussion, in our chat. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't prep. So, and then we um, don't normally prep. Oh, uh, well, more than this, but, yeah. but yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, no, because this is actually something that we did just start to talk about. And then we had to click record. Uh, I was I was actually just saying to one of my daughters this morning how there's so much TV right now. 
there's so much streaming right now. Now, and I, I say this as someone as a kid, I watched so much TV. Oh, yeah. I mean, so much TV. Um, <clears throat> but that changed in college largely because I didn't have one in my room, just didn't have a TV. And I, we, we had the one freshman year, Brad's looking at me. We had the one freshman year plugged into to the four gaming consoles, but that's an entirely different story. No, no, no. And, and I was thinking to myself, this is, this is where we're at with technology and society is I'm thinking to myself, why could we not have a TV in a room? Well, streaming didn't exist. Um, no streaming, yeah. no Wi-Fi. You had to have it over. I, it's, it's. I, I've had so many. Probably like you with your kids, Brad. I've had so many chats lately with my two teenage daughters, and the consensus seems to be that we grew up in something approximating the Stone Age, because I'm yeah. or or as my younger daughter would say, well, that sounds terrible. Um, you know, so, so quote unquote. Well, um, actually, if you toss the pandemic in there, it'd probably be more like the Middle Ages with the bubonic plague. Yeah, that, to, yeah, very good. You know. Yes, yes. Um, man, so, so you know, I I didn't watch that much, and on break when I was home, whatever, I of course then I watched lots of TV, and we saw watched lots of movies. Grad school, I probably watched a bit more because I had a TV, but there wasn't a lot of time for it, so I didn't. And then, I mean, you you know how it is. It's it's you you get a profession you get married you have kids and it's like i ever since they grew out of sesame street and pbs i just watch less and less but you know thanks to trek and everything coming back you know my dance card has been full for a long time as it were well right now uh, the long version speaking that since we were yeah. talking about song and dance earlier do you oh, really no. want to use dance card as a as a metaphor my banal roster has been full. Okay, um, there we go. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, my my stationary directory, um, my my Rolodex. Um, there we go. Yeah, but but no. Uh, in, in final response to your question, um, there's so much streaming right now. I don't know the last time I have followed so many shows and such diversity. So specifically, as we're recording now. Uh, I follow religiously Star Trek Lower Decks. That will surprise none of our listeners. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> uh, I have been watching Andor. Uh, we're recording on a Thursday. I have not yet seen yesterday's episode. Um, I'm hoping to fix that in the coming day or two. I'm really quite taken by Andor. Uh, it is very good storytelling. And it's like I, when I started texting you with the first episode, um, Oh my God, does Andor make me want to role play and even role play in the old West End Star Wars because these, these are the worlds and scenarios beyond the Jedi's and the Rebellion where no one has quote unquote superpowers like the Mandalorian, um, which I love as a show, but this is just visceral Star Wars. And so there's that. And then there's the power of the rings. And it's very ponderous, but it's very well done. Is it? It really I have is. not I have not started that. Yeah. Yet. It really is. And then naturally with, with my girls, we're watching She Hulk, which is surprisingly entertaining. Um, and I'm just assuming this is a setup for the next Avengers movie, but we'll see in a couple episodes. 
So that's that's um streaming wise, it's more TV than I have made a point of watching in 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 quite a few years. Game wise, you know, for me, each one of those shows just it just keeps translating, making me want to game more. And I keep looking over at my shelf and it's like, oh, there are so many things I want to pull out and play. And then in the neighborhood of literally in the neighborhood, um, less than a mile, what is it like 0.8 mile from my house, a brand new gaming store opened. You didn't tell me that. I think I did, but did I? Did you? Oh, I may have missed it. I, I might have texted. I might I might have texted. I know I posted something on Twitter. Um, it's the third of their this this group shops to open. Um, it's uh it's Level Up Minnesota, and it's the oh. third store. And uh, it it just came in not far from us. I mean, I could walk if I wanted to. And so one of my daughters and I stopped while running errands. Just walked in, didn't buy anything. They they they, they actually willingly stopped at a game store with you. Um, I mean. She was well, you were the driver, so maybe they didn't have. Choice, I was but... the driver, she gets her permit in a month or so. Uh, she didn't have a whole lot of choice, but um, uh, they also had a ton of like board games and like every version of Catan. So, like, we we walked in for five minutes and she knew it would okay. be like that because we we were on a schedule. Um, but they had uh, not a very deep cut, but they had a pretty wide selection, like, they had the Klingon source book. Well, from did. for STA from Odysseus, um, and then everything you would want for Pathfinder and D and D, which makes sense. Um, and then you know board games, miniatures, manga, all the things I don't care about personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it it's neat to have, and it's a really nice looking shop. Um, it's neat to just have that in the neighborhood. So I will certainly keep checking back, uh, just to see how it evolves. I wanna, I wanna. This is something that. Um, so I'm behind on all this stuff. I've been um, under the weather, so I haven't been able to keep up. But I kind of mentioned this, I think, in text to you about Andor. I'll watch it, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. I need some material that is post-Empire, post-Skywalker saga. Okay. So I feel like, and again, I'm going to watch it. It's just I wasn't super psyched about it because I'm like, we're rehashing material that may not be canon anymore they're mm-hmm. rebuilding canon um but it, it it you know i get it it's a it's a kind of a prequel to rogue one andor is a compelling uh character um i like the actor um it just is not on the top of my list right now compared yeah. to like keeping up with lower decks um and um the Amazon rings saga and yep. some of the other things. So I wonder how much of it, this is, I'm just going to put this out here as an hypothesis. I wonder yeah. how much of this is a sign of our times. So here, go, go with me on this for a sec. So yeah. you think of us growing up in the eighties. Yep. Okay. As children of the eighties, everything was, about. we've talked about this on the podcast before. Everything was about the future. Uh, I mean, you know, movies look to the future. They were terrible movies often. Oh, yeah. But movies look to the future. Books, books for kids, they were, so many were future-oriented. 
um, you know, the, the space shuttle was new and was going to change everything. And we were going to go to the moon and Mars and, and whatever. But still, that was very much post-Apollo into the 80s, through the 80s. There was yep. very much a future optimistic orientation. Okay. And, and, and we saw that as well on TV. I mean, look, Buck Rogers, really? I mean, basically, it was disco in the 25th century, 26th century, but still. Il Gerard, love that show. Right. So, so even, you know, Battlestar Galactica, yeah, it was maybe in the past, but it seemed like in the future, right? There was just this major future orientation. And and we saw that on TV. We saw that in literature, in games, right? Star Trek games were coming out, Star Wars from West End, all of this stuff. Okay. Um, Paranoia, you know, all of this stuff in the future. Now, in the teens and 20s of, of our age. So look at all of these shows. Everything with Trek, Lower Decks, Prodigy, especially Strange New Worlds. I, I am a fan of all of them. Uh, I think Strange New Worlds is some of the best Trek ever made. That said, every one of them is technically a prequel of one form or another. But it, I'm glad you brought up Strange New Worlds because... I, that is a prequel, obviously, to the original TOS, series. Yep. Right. Yep. I love that because we are, we are. There's, it's new canon, right? Yes. And and to me, um, and again, it just I, I like where the where the, the the Trek universe is going with what Paramount's doing because you have, and you know, we've talked about Discovery. They they were able to, with one show, take us into the past and then send us to the future. So we got more detail on the past oh. and we're starting to in the future. I think it's ingenious. It is. Did. And I'm not knocking on it. Just like one of the reasons, you know, one of the reasons I'm chomping at the bit for Picard season three, and there are many reasons, is because it's finally again taking us forward into yeah. the future. But, but you know, you brought this up with Star Wars, but I don't think it's unique to Star Wars, Brad. I think, I think, Trek canon is right now all about the prequels and it's doing it beautifully. Star Wars, I mean, the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, middle-aged Obi-Wan. I love that show. See, and I I thought that was by far the weakest. I enjoyed it, but I thought it was by far the weakest. And or they're all prequels. Uh, Power of the Rings is a prequel of the second age to the third age in Lord of the Rings, right? And on and on and on. And I wonder... You look at where we are right now as a species and certainly as a society, and we're doing a lot of looking back, not looking forward. And it's interesting just in the 2020s to compare where we are through these various media and games to the mindset of the 80s. It is, I mean, it's the material is far better now than it ever was, but it's a different perspective. Well, are we looking again? I don't want to, you know, you and I, you and I explicitly say we don't get into politics here it's just it's oh no no politics it's a, no 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 because i'm i'm gonna i pref it's a preface because you bring up a really great point about looking back are we looking back because of what the, obviously the majority of society because these shows are successful right mm-hmm, or the mm-hmm. these you know are we looking back because of what we've experienced the past few years and obviously these some of these shows obviously predated the pandemic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, is it different you know two years since the pandemic began it's a rhetorical question 
Um, because it's it i think it's going to differ based off of individual perspective but it's just interesting to me you bring that up just by the nature of um and we talked about this before how much um we're getting in content that we always wanted when we were younger you know uh okay so you just partially answered the question yeah because who's writing very good who's writing all of this or most of this yeah People our age mm-hmm. who in middle age are now looking back at the things that made them happy, at the things they remember from childhood, and they have the ability now to enact those things. Well, even that shows like, and, and it's funny how even some of the shows, even if you step out of the Trek verse and, and the Skywalker verse, whatever you want to call it, if not the Star Wars universe, but something like a Stranger Things. Um, right. Right, you know, which is hit, which hits multiple generations. For oh you God. and I, yeah. it's around the time that we were kids. Yeah. For our kids, you know, my daughter just bought a um a Stranger Things sweatshirt. She doesn't. She never was into like following like K-pop bands or things nope. like that. You know, neither of our our girls are like that. No. Nope. But she bought a new Stranger Things sweatshirt. Yep. Um, and that's as close as she gets to being a fangirl exactly of anything. And I air quoted yep. that cause I don't want to sound. Yeah, no, no, you know, but yeah, it's um, true. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's a fascinating time. And even beyond that, even beyond the shows, I I'm with you on, um, again, I'm, I'm at a point now where I feel like, I need to do some gaming, which is ironic considering I blew up our opportunity to do that today. We shall but, game again. Yes. But I, I, it, one of the things you and I talked about with doing it and why we wanted to do it is, is it gives us the opportunity and we're never going to be a live gaming show. Let's just make that clear. No, but this was more of a, it's going to be a different spin on that because you're going to hear a noob, a really noob GM and a relatively new player doing a duet type of thing. Um, and That's right. then people, we open it up for the five listeners we have mm-hmm. um, to critique. So, which by the way, it reminds me, did you, I saw the text from our friend, Scott, Scott, if you happen to be listening, we saw your text and we're ready to game. Oh yeah. Um, so um, that's another outlet for us, but I really want to find um, some outlets for us to do some, Gaming, obviously, I don't. I wouldn't mind doing some West End Star Wars, honestly. I have to say the uh, the itch to go back to the West End system has really, really been growing. I mean, first of all, you can't talk to Bill Smith, oh. and not want to go back. Yeah, and I mean, I cut my teeth in gaming on Star Wars Second Edition, and. Um, I mean, I'd need some, it's been a long time. I'd need some time to prep, right? Yeah. But uh, yes, I am very tempted. Uh, and then, and then honestly watching and, okay, so this is funny. You'll appreciate this. So y- we've talked about how, like the whole point of the podcast is like, okay, you see things going on in life and you question, what would you have to roll for that to happen? Oh, we had that whole episode. About we had that, that whole right? episode. And then with Andor, and maybe it's just the coincidence of how recently we spoke with Bill, but watching Andor, 
I keep having these moments while I'm watching during the episodes of asking myself that question, not answering, just asking, but in the mind's eye, I'm thinking about it with a bunch of D6s. And I haven't had that happen uh, in a, in a, really since I started uh, with you and, and Brian on um, Edge of the Empire. See, now, see, now you have me more intrigued about Andor just from a gaming perspective. From a gaming perspective, it's worth watching on its own. You know, I think, I think that could be the hook that would get me to watch it much sooner than I thought about doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, there are one of the things I, I picked up today. I didn't, we didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk about this was, um, picked up the dune um core rule book again and it's been yeah it's been a bit since i've done that and i think one of the things we did talk about was um having a discussion about that and um bringing you're someone not, on you're not buying anything right now or no, no no no, no. Click, click, i'm click. bringing something up because because <laughs> the other thing that that um I had, I bought the Marvel playtest book. Oh, that, you did? Yeah, I bought that a while back. Matt's playtest. Yeah, Matt Forbeck's playtest guide. Um, fellow Wisconsinite. And um, I really, really would like to, at some point, try to role play in the Marvel universe in some form or another. Um, like like the musical? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we already we're not going to go there because oh, you no, and I don't not. have the talent, right. and we have our friends at Mythic Thunderloo who can do a lot better with than us with meshing RPGs. And, that is very true. They do much better job. Yeah, music. So. Okay, who would you? I got to think about this though. Who, who, or what kind of superhero? I'm having a really hard time saying this seriously. Who or what kind of superhero would you play? <laughs> I think we need to pause the recording at this point because I need to get out. I need to let all of the humorous responses come out. All the inappropriate things, right? Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much <laughs> it. Um, are you asking if I would, if I were to, I'm, if I were to create a character or if I were to play an existing superhero? If I play an existing superhero, by far, um, I like them all, but absolute favorite Captain America. And, um, don't laugh. Um, <laughs> I have I have Captain America's shield in my car as a as on a, um, little dangler off of my no that, that totally legitimizes it. Yeah, yeah, no, but I really like the new uh, the new Captain America Falcon Captain America. I'm oh, really yeah. excited about the new You'll... movie that Anthony Mackie's going to lead. Yeah. As that'll be good. Yeah. So I guess. To be to be to be continued in terms of what kind of superhero I want because I I thought about that in the playtest guide and they give you a lot of uh, a lot of the existing character information in the book it's okay. really cool um, and I'm excited to see interesting um, the final the final version of it but for me the past uh, few weeks was was um, Dune um, the One Ring second edition um i got um i haven't dug into it yet but there was a kickstarter for a reissue of um i want to say second edition call of cthulhu 
Interesting. And it had all sorts of cool content. And now I'm not going to get too deep into it because this can be a GM corner sure. for a future episode. Sure. But that has been sitting on um, my shelf here, ready for me to touch and look at further. But there's too much other stuff that's in front of it right now. Not as yeah. a knock to yeah. the Cthulhu game. It's just um, where we we have to continue their, your adventures in Homeland, which is the name of my yep. world I created. Yes, we do. Yes. We have uh, Star Wars to play, whether it's West mm. End or yeah. Studio. Uh, it would it would be overly silly to the point of idiotic if I didn't mention the fact that we have been jonesing to play Star Trek Adventures. That's an understatement. We've been talking about that in earnest for quite some time. Yeah, I think those are the... And then um, I want to... Um, I want us to try Cthulhu Awakens when... Um, it comes out from Green Running. I'm very excited. It's still in yeah, that that's phase. a good idea. Yes. you know, so um, just based off of how it was developed when we had Malcolm Shepard on and all that, I'm I'm really excited to see that come uh-huh. to fruition. Um, but yeah, I, there's so much on our plate, and I'm even looking here. I know that I we've talked about the new book that's coming out that Jeff Ashworth is involved in mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. i love his um his guides random Rogue encounters puzzles yeah. and dungeons yep npcs yep so as you can tell we're vamping a little bit but well there's so i mean and then keith almond he's got his how to defend your layer coming out now granted that's not until into december yep. but that's been i think on both of our read lists for quite some time and i'm i'm oh, yeah. i'm i'm hoping that uh i'm hoping that it is akin to his i guess technically his second book which is more of a tutorial on how to play right how to live how to live to tell i'm blocking on it uh how how to live to tell about it I'm, i just totally lost it uh it's it's too far away on my shelf live to tell the tale Thank you. Live, I could live how live to tell the tale. That's right. Live to tell the tale, which is still one of my absolute favorite uh, role playing. I don't know what you call uh, books, right? Not source books, but yeah. actual guides. That one just it was so it, it, that literature. Absolutely... It's, that's literature. Yeah, Not that's that anything fair. else is, but that's yeah. no. That's, yeah, you're right. You know. Yeah, that's because tra- what you would consider and, and not a knock. This is tra- that's good traditional literature focused yeah. on gaming. That that makes me a better player. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly a bit of a better GM. So, so yeah, that there are, well, again, like you said, there are books coming out. There are books that are out. Our list is too long. And then the reality is like so many people these days, uh, you and I lately have been busy. Yeah. Um, between work and home. It's yeah. just been, it's just been busy. I think this is, without me realizing it, I think this has become the busiest I've been in quite some time. And I, I, I enjoy it all, but this is the busiest I've been in quite some time. Yeah. And I think that's why we've had, we had that delay um, mm-hmm. in recording. Mm-hmm. We haven't caught up in effect. What you're kind of listening to folks is kind of what he and I do before we record, except there's less ominous attacks and it is more rated PG. Yep. Um, yep. No versus... PG 13 for this podcast. No, there isn't. Um, but 
this is kind of this is kind of stream of consciousness when we talk about um, what comes up. It's when funny we... you mentioned profanity because when I thought we were going to play a session, it occurred you're to gonna, me. You're going to have your throwing axes ready? I was. I told you that. But it occurred yeah. to me, man, I've got to be able – I mean, I'm not big into swearing. I never have been. But but role-playing is one of those few things. i got to watch my language. Yeah. No, we've we've – I've heard you drop a darn and a shoot here and there. Um, Maybe you know, even more. Yeah. Yes. When you got, when you, when uh, I can't remember, I'm going to try to keep this, this benign and, and clean, but during the jailbreak um, <laughs> scene, when, when well, but those epithets were all directed as you at GM. <laughs> no, well, yes. Well, I'm talking about when. Oh, the content. Yeah, the content. I'm trying best. How do I verbalize this? Um, when Brian... You felt... became infatuated with my scrotum. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> and and my PC suffered for it. So let's just... We're just going to leave it there and not explain any further. I think it's, but... I think it's now PG-13. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to avoid that, but you yes. just went you just went right for the foreskin and... There, well done. Yeah. But, but, but I mean, the reality that also though was a really fun session, but that's what, that's what they should be. Oh, that's what that was. It, it was fun. And it was fun having Brian on there. Cause that mm. was, I think the episode when, yes, because that was when the, you tried to um, help Brian escape, but you started a fire. It worked. Uh, yeah, it did. I that mean, it, granted, there were bad roles, and there was a bit too much GM prerogative, and, oh, yeah. and that, oh yeah, and yeah. but that's the that's the beauty of these games that yeah. that they they might not be well that there is an element of randomness to them that that no matter what you plan on the GM side or the player side, you know, and that's what that's one of the things we so enjoy about them, and 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 why. They're so relevant to real life because some of this stuff you can plan for and see coming, but then there are those ones and twenties, and uh, it makes for or a GM that ignores them and and you know puts also you through true. the ringer, puts you through the ringer anyway. Pretty obviously, um, yeah. There was that was an episode where it didn't matter what you rolled. I already had, uh, I already knew what was going to happen um, to you both. There were obviously when. Uh, Brian face planted um, into um, your nether regions on accident when you were trying to bail him out of the the jail cell. Um, oh, I that forgot was more, about that... that scene. I was just thinking about the the physical insults my character kept taking. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> yes, yeah, that too. But I but you busted yeah. Brian out of the jail cell, the metal jail cell. Yes, um, and yes. Um, he came because he was pushing on the door as you were pulling on the door. And then. Um... And to think that the first time we played edge of the empire and I GM'd, you both were dismayed that I was railroading you. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there was a little bit of a comeuppance there. Yes. I think but, so. Um, that's fine. Um, I think in all honesty, if we, if we, this will, this probably won't be a super long episode, but if we kind of by default, um, I'm vamping here, I'm ad-libbing, or I'm just sending us in a direction. If we head over to talking like from a GM corner perspective, mm -hmm. um, you know, as I've been able to get back into this, um, 
you know, I'm not going to talk about what's been on my desk because I think we've kind of talked about that. Yeah, right. Um, but what do I want to have yeah, on excellent. my desk this next week? In all honesty, it's going to be D&D material because we're going nice. to be prepping for. Nice. Um, and what I mean by that is mm-hmm. I always look at, you know, the, you know, like the book, the Acquisitions Incorporated book, Tasha's yeah. Cauldron. All of those are superb resource material yeah. for yeah. Um, designing. And and I had something designed for today, but now that I get a couple of weeks, it won't look as wireframey and and lame. Uh-huh. I want to I want to beef it up a little bit, and um, I'll also leverage. Um, and we have to if he, he if we ever get a chance to um, have. Uh, Matt David's on. I have a lot of his. Uh, here's one. Just pull the Game Master's Terrain Guide by Neat. Matt David's. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of great material, and I actually just read uh, the No Prep Game Master, which is oh, how to leverage this type of material and be a creative game master. And it's a really, um, it's a short book. It's it's you know it's, it's interesting short yeah. short paperback. And it was really well done. I enjoyed it. So, but that, that we're talking about what we're going to do in the future. That's going to be my focus this week is um, clearing my desk this weekend of, because this functions as a work desk and as a podcast desk, clear it off of work and stack my, my books and do some, in effect, some writing. But along with that, um, I've been doing some, writing not as much over the past few weeks, but about, um, well, I'm going to leave it at that. I've been doing some writing and more to come on that. So if you thinking about the coming week, um, what are you going to put on your desk? Oh man. Well, I, I'm not sure, um, though I will be the first to admit that as you're talking and as I'm talking, um, I'm in the process of ordering the no prep game master. So we're <laughs> reverse. We're, yeah, we're we're once again switching roles here. Uh, I'm just making sure it's going to arrive in a timely manner. <laughs> AKA when Amy's not at home uh, for seven 49, she can be home for this one. Okay. Um, uh, no, that's, oh, I just called right. it. I just called it. Did we ever use our wives' names on here before? You've used yours, but now Have it's I? just more proof that I have one. Okay. So, okay. So hold on. I'm in, I'm, I'm just clicking order here from our, with our dear friends at Amazon, also known as the antidote to delayed gratification. <laughs> um, Though this won't come until Sunday, so I'm going to have to find something else. Okay, so thank you for the recommendation. Ordered. Um, you know, honestly, uh, it's been it's been so busy. I haven't, I man, with all the people we've been interviewing and everything going on with these streaming shows, I I've been kind of schizophrenic in my interests lately. Uh, I I mean you you yeah. said it earlier. Um, I really want to play Star Trek Adventures. 
I really want to get back into D and D into your homeworld campaign. Yep. Um, I, I'm always eager to play something with edge of the empire. And for the first time in forever, uh, I was about to break into a Disney song, but I won't do that to anyone. Uh, for the first time in forever, I'm, I'm just talked about no song and dance. No song and dance. Uh, I kind of want to, dabble with the d6 west end though so you know i that's a terrible response i guess i'm totally non-committal other than it would be lovely this weekend to just read through some of my game material so i'm going to give you a a, a committed but non-specific response as i look over at my shelf there are a number of things oh i'll tell you i'll i'll pick sorry i'm looking right now uh, I'll pick one that that I've been ignoring lately just because so much has come out. But uh uh I still have midnight, right? The second the the, the uh yes. I still have midnight and um and man is the backstory just beautifully written. I think as literature to use to go back to your comment, your term, I think as literature um the what is it midnight legacy of darkness from odysseus oh. i think that this source book is mm. some of the is the most literary i've seen uh from odysseus and, and from just about anyone it's just it's got so much literary backstory in the fall in, in the front of it um and you know watching uh rings of power kind of puts you in the mood you know, for Tolkien-esque things. Um, we'll have to see. Maybe I'll go to that one. It's perfect as the weather's turning here in the Midwest and it's feeling legitimately cool. Um, perfect for that kind of of dark and stormy night stuff. So we'll see. We'll see. To be continued. You have me, you have me looking up. There it is. Midnight Legacy of Darkness. Edge it's, Studio. Edge, Edge Studio. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Mo, geez. Edge Studio. Yep. I... It's. I think that's the first, the first book from Edge I purchased. Um, still waiting for the new, the new Star Wars stuff to come out from them. Um, but man, Midnight. It's um, it's not an inexpensive book, but it is beautifully produced. Or you know, Brad, to to close this out, if we really want to go down the rabbit hole, yeah. Uh we go back to the Genesis uh, guides. Oh, I and still I forgot. I can't believe I didn't bring that up. I just because I I can spend so much time just reading the tables mm -hmm. in those two guides and and imagining uh you know some world building. Well, it looks like uh just as you um did uh Amazon Good Man uh, Midnight Legacy of Darkness. There you go. Of course. You just spent like fifty bucks more than I did in the same sitting, but that's. And I'm lucky. Okay. I'm lucky that I'm lucky that nobody I know really listens to this that lives in this house. So I'm. That's you right. Can say the cost, but that's right. Um, apparently, it's, it's, my it's, book is going to arrive the same day yours is on Sunday. Yes. Very good. So I think you, everyone, can stay tuned for some more talk about Midnight Legacy of Darkness. I think we should. We should be since I since I blew the, the initial intent, and we never talk about this because we never blow. The intent of the session yeah. um you know i i'm trying to figure out what what to name the session um could be brad screwed up 
could be um uh my my dm as a space cadet um i think 40 minutes of silence <laughs> there we go and let's see if anyone listens yes yes <laughs> Okay. Yes. If you do listen to it and and you if you do listen to it, DM us on Twitter, dice yeah. in mind. Yeah, let us know. I'd be I'll be curious. I know obviously we can see things with some of the metrics and analytics we get for view for listenership, but um if you actually do listen to it, is it really are we at really at 40 minutes? I'm just ballparking, I'm not sure. Okay. Well then maybe for everyone's sake it'll be one of the shorter episodes. Um we have and that's not a bad thing no so. no look on that note as always everyone thanks for hanging out with us uh once again uh we have uh boy do we have some interesting interviews coming up uh this month and next so stay tuned be well stay well we will see you all next week 